Welcome to Dash Talk, a podcast by Relatient, where we explore new ways to simplify healthcare access. We examine new and emerging trends in healthcare to help address challenges with the patient experience and identify new strategies and solutions to drive better access to care. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Dash Talk brought to you by Relations. I'm your host, Gabrielle, and I am joined by David Dyke, who is the Chief Product Officer at Relation. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about ways that we can advance the consumer experience. So I'm excited to get into this conversation. David, welcome. Thanks, Gabrielle. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, you know, I want to start off by asking the industry has just been talking about uh, digital patient access and digital front door to help address consumerism trends for years now. So with the recent challenges that are happening in healthcare around staffing and labor costs specifically, how should providers be looking to advance consumer experience, you know, when they're primarily focused on keeping the doors open? Yeah, that's a great question. I think with um, COVID and um, inflationary concerns and wages and staffing shortages, um, a lot of those things, as you mentioned, really are compounding the operational challenges for not just our customers, but for the industry in general. And as I was thinking about these kinds of situations, I think it's probably first and foremost that an organization, if you will, know, know yourself, right? What is important to the organization? What's working? What isn't working? Where are those opportunities? How do you take an honest assessment of those real opportunities? Um, and if you have misalignments in patient access, is it a scheduling um, limitation? Is it a supply problem or a demand problem? Do we have too many rules or not enough capacity? Um, and then really trying to find the ways that you can prioritize and, and maybe stratify those needs and those wants and those desires into maybe you know, things we need to do first, um, kind of tier one problems versus tier two problems. And then um, really then making sure that what those sort of next steps and outcomes are stay aligned to your goals and objectives as an organization, right? If you're dealing with vulnerable populations, how do you target your um, activities and your outreach to those communities super effectively? If you're dealing with higher volume uh, routine care, how do you optimize uh, for those care settings? Because as we like to say, healthcare is not um, monolithic. It's not one way of doing things. So, First off, um, know yourself as an organization. And the second one I think really is kind of touches on that first part again is knowing your customers. Do you, um, what are their needs? What are their desires? Have you asked? Um, we recently did a patient survey um, and being in healthcare for 25 years or more, you think, okay, I pretty much figured out what patients want, but I'm, I'm always surprised uh, at the speed at which patient expectations evolves. Um, and the types of things that folks would like to do now, as opposed to just a few years ago. Um, high deductible health plans for a lot of people change the economic model, as well as access to mobile tools. You know, we, we often hear, I can um, order food or find a restaurant reservation in a few minutes on my phone. How come healthcare scheduling isn't that easy? Well, the answer is, there's a, it's a lot more involved, right? Than finding a table that has four seats at a place that serves pizza. Right. Um, but the same simplicity is available and can be done in areas. And so 
it's finding like what do your patients need is that something that your organization wants is it something that your patients and customers actually want and would use so know yourself that's really important and you know this what's working and what's not working and this kind of follows into my next question which is know your customer right so uh, what do your patients need how do they feel about their experience with their organization or your organization are they ready are they confused how are you segmenting all these kinds of questions exactly i think it's it, and when we talk to our customers about those challenges you know piggybacking on whether it's staff shortages or um, patient readiness uh, or reimbursement uh, or uh, patient balances, any of those sorts of things, there, there's usually a many-to-many -many type relationship in those problems. So um, I, I mentioned the survey. What we found is, I, I tend to over oversimplify, um, our patients want to be treated like unicorns. And a lot of provider organizations often feel like they're allergic to horses, right? And so how do you balance out that need to optimize and personalize an experience for big parts of your of your patient population, but maintain the sanctity and the sort of organizational flow of the practice? Um, something as simple as cancellations of an appointment. Uh, we often work with customers who struggle with how easy should it be for a patient to cancel or reschedule? Should I force them to call? You know, then am I basically turning my staff into an effort to sort of save that appointment and protect the progress of that patient? Uh, or do I learn about that cancellation as early as possible so that I can refill the slot and then manage a re-engagement activity with that patient uh, who canceled and turn that into a rescheduling event or uh, get them back at a, a time that's more convenient? So I think finding that sort of right balance in um, how to segment their patients, how to not treat um, every problem like a nail, if you will, um, where you only have a hammer to work with. Um, and, and to uh, be able to bring that flexibility to your operations is really important. Well, you know, what are we hearing from our clients? Are there any challenges that they're seeing? You mentioned, mentioned cancellations, but do you have any specific examples of challenges? Yeah, our, our survey really um, highlighted a lot of things that um, mimic what we've seen in other publications, other studies, and, and just in hearing from our customers in general. They really do want to adopt and provide generally more online tools. Um, it's not a tool that everyone will use or can use, but it is a tool that enough people can use that it can really make a big difference in the organizational flow. Uh, we we're working with a, a customer just the other day uh, evaluating a new solution for online chat secure conversations uh, in an asynchronous not re real time but not urgent right it's it's those sort of conversations where it's an alternative to phone tag but it's something you're effectively doing with texting and their goals with that were very modest they felt that if they could just see a five percent reduction in inbound calls the downstream effect of that in their organization would be massive. Um, every call that is answered takes n minutes. Every voicemail that's left takes two n, three n, two and four times that amount of time. So, um, just that compounding effect of those small changes uh, really are the kinds of things that we're hearing from our customers. No one's looking to um, uh, go to the moon tomorrow, right? We're just trying to get across town more effectively in a very poor travel analogy. Well, you know, how is Relation working to improve these challenges that you're bringing up for provider staff while helping 
simultaneously drive better experiences for patients. Yeah, I, this is where I really come back to um, our one of our really driving principles and our motto is that we believe people deserve a simpler experience with the healthcare system. And we're very intentional about not saying patients. We're very intentional about not saying staff. We're not saying providers. We're saying people because that is that common linkage that we all have, whether I'm a patient in this moment or a, a, a provider in the next moment. Um, and through that sort of principled approach, we're really trying to reimagine and redeploy tools that will make those incremental gains easy and simple to obtain. Um, we could sit and talk about the potential for um, technology to revolutionize healthcare, which we've been talking about for decades, but the solutions are only as good as they can be used. And by putting things in place that are usable and deployable and things that can be operationalized, our organizations, our customers, and ultimately their patients can have materially incrementally better experiences. And, and that's a big part of our objectives. Um, the other piece I think fundamentally is thinking holistically about the entire patient journey, rather than trying to deploy point solutions that would serve one specific moment in that care journey. Um, so we're really working to closely interconnect not only our products, but how well our products work with our customers' uh, ecosystem. If their practice management system uh, supports it, how can we put the data back into that moment so that it's in the screen natively for their workflow and they don't have to move between systems to learn things or to, to make manual connections when uh, data could be there at their fingertips. So we've got a tool that helps the care journey for a person, not patient, <laughs> and that's Dash Chat. So I wanted to talk a little bit about Dash Chat and, you know, I wonder how is this going to be impacting different parts of the patient's care journey? Yeah, it's a great, great question. We're really excited about our new Dash Chat solution. Um, and it's one that I alluded to earlier where our customers really will be able to create a new channel, a new option to reach their uh, customers, to be available. So whether that's putting a, a chat function on their public facing website to help onboard new patients and, and convert shoppers into patients, or putting it behind a secure portal to allow for conversations uh, between patients and maybe their staff or providers, or just using it internally as a tool to help increase communications and reduce sort of that um, handoff time and, and improve folks' access to information and transparency and sharing. Uh, we're really excited about how chat is gonna create new capabilities um, that we haven't candidly thought of. Um, we were talking to customers recently and, and early adopters about how they would look at deploying it. And um, the answers range from, I wanna be able to have it uh, provide automatic answers to routine questions. Where, are my, where am I located? Where should we park? What are my hours of operation? Just those are things that are handled by a human today uh, in many cases, uh, or being able to route to a specialty part of the organization, maybe getting a request for prescription refills right to the team that handles that, or questions about billing, or questions about scheduling, getting those right to the agents who can take care of those in the moment. So um, it's we really think that as we've seen chat be deployed in so many other areas across our own lives from how we interact with our um, airlines, with our um, phone providers, our cable providers, 
uh, we really see chat as a underutilized resource in healthcare to help improve communications with patients and the provider organizations. Oh, no, for sure. I mean, that's one of the best ways to optimize time as well on both ends. So that way you're not waiting on a line uh, to just find something as simple as where is the parking lot located? Exactly. We um, Just a quick story. We had a customer recently who uh, shared with us as part of the chat conversation that they uh, had just prior to joining the call talked uh, and dealt with an escalation where patient and the organization had traded 13 phone calls back and forth to complete a prescription refill. Um, obviously, there's a lot of things that broke down there. That's not to say that chat would have solved that in a 30-second experience, but it creates an opportunity for that to be a real-time and or offline asynchronous type of a conversation. I can start it now. I can I can go get a cup of coffee. I can come back. I can see the answer. I can deal with my dog that needs to go outside because I work at home. All of those kinds of things that, that might interrupt my ability to take a phone call or be focused in the moment. For those types of engagements, it's going to create a nice opportunity for people, uh, both our, our patient population and our customers, to serve their patients in a new way. Well, I want to continue on this thread of innovation that Relation is doing because they're just continuing uh, to innovate, but I want to ask you about specific instances here. Uh, what are what is Relation doing in an effort to drive more effective patient engagement for providers and improve overall patient outcomes in healthcare? Well, there's a few things that are top of mind for me that I'm really excited about. Um, Chat obviously is a new one um, that we're really excited about. We recently um, rolled out some major improvements to our patient scheduling tools for staff. Uh, we're updating the user experience to make it more efficient, to reduce the number of clicks, to reduce the amount of time that it takes to schedule a patient in the moment. Um, for our customers who are using that in a call center environment um, and have 20, 30, 50, 150 providers, that level of saving a moment or two times the number of times they're scheduling will really yield very significant improvements in terms of speed and accuracy. Uh, we're starting the process to rebuild our patient self-service experiences for scheduling um, to reduce the number of clicks to make it much more of an online shopping experience while as we talked about earlier protecting the integrity of that appointment um, you know it's very easy to have an appointment request function that sends an email or some sort of message to an agent to then follow up on but that's really not much different than a voicemail right in that regard so to have a system that can be both easy to use for patients and super precise for the clinical uh, requirements of an appointment is a tough thing to do. And we're really excited to be starting on that fresh and building on the success we've had and learning from our customers on how to maintain and optimize that balance. For sure. On that, on that journey to continue and building success. And let's close out with the motto, which is people deserve a simpler experience in healthcare, which is sure do. It's a, it's a wonderful motto and a good creed to live by. Well, you know what? That rounds up the conversation for today. So thank you, David, for joining us on this episode of Dash Talk to discuss ways that we can advance the consumer experience. And for those listening, if you want to learn more, please visit relation.com and check out this podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever it is you get your podcast at. So thanks for tuning in. And thanks, David. Thanks.